and welcome back. This is Anita Devi and this is episode six of the Bounce Back series. I'm here today with Dr. Kathy Weston and we're looking specifically today at looking forward. How do I or we as a family do this? Kathy, what are your thoughts? So I think that this is something I'm absolutely passionate about and the need to look forward as a family is really grave at the moment. So we this isn't just something that's kind of a gimmick. It's extremely important. We know from the positive psychology literature that by looking forward, by creating hope within family life, it has an amazingly positive benefit to children's mental health. It gives a great sense of perspective when you're looking forward and you know the things that will be in the future that you've decided will be in the future, harking back to that concept of choice. And children love to look at long lists of things that they could do or will do, and it makes them feel a whole lot more able to cope with the current situation that we all find ourselves in. So are there any specific lists that you would recommend? So what I wanted to say about looking forward, and this comes from a lot of work. I spent five years of my life looking at identity and identity in crisis when I was a researcher many years ago. And actually looking forward is about helping children create a sort of make sense of what's happened to them. So they need to make sense of what they've been through in lockdown, how they are now in the current time. And then there is a, a looking into the imagined future. So this has a whole psychological a sort of a psychology behind it. Yet there are so many simple things that parents can do at home to facilitate that process. So first of all, it's about helping children understand, you know, the story of lockdown for them. So there is a a sense of looking back and maybe parents can initiate conversations around what have we learned? What have been the fun bits, our favourite bits of lockdown to imply it's not all been bad, our favourite daytime or nighttime activities, things that you've noticed that you've never noticed before, and then things that I've learned about myself during lockdown, moving towards things that I've missed. So the top five things that I really, really miss at the moment. So we're still in the present. I've missed my friends, which friends? And then we're moving towards family resilience, which is much more about what we're proud of. I'm amazed that we've managed to da-da-da. Equally, it's important to get excited about the things that we will be able to do at some point in the future. Because I think a great deal of child anxiety, parental anxiety, is that some children think they will never go to the beach again. They'll never see their grandparents again. And we really need to chip away at that because it's not true. This is a period that will pass, just as all periods that we thought we were completely up against it. We have made it through. So I think this looking forward message is a message of hope, but also it has many practical steps attached to it that parents can really implement now. And what I like about the lists that you've kind of suggested is I'm a great fan of Doctor Who. I like the idea of time travel. So I look at, I do watch and read a number of time travel books and films and series and this kind of, well, let's look back, but to look forward kind of thing. So you know, use that as a resource to nourish us, to kind of build up our inner strength. 
Is there anything that actually you've got something structured that parents and families can use? Yes, so I've created quite a few sort of family resilience resources for free, obviously for parents on my website. And the the purpose of those resources is to really enable parents to give things to their children that will be practically helpful and nudging them towards the resilience that we've talked so much about. But equally, the resources promote family chat conversation. For example, um, another thing that I've got on there is like 60 things to ask your grandparents on a video call. So what I'm trying to do is provide the scaffolding, really, for the conversation between children and the people that they love, because I know within that space, beautiful things will happen and people will feel much more connected to one another. One of the resources is called Your Feelings and Achievements whilst you've been at home. And that's a little document that I've, I'm very proud of it because it's very simple and it's very, very powerful. So that document has sort of emojis where children can evaluate how they're feeling, which some parents that we've talked about can struggle with, getting children to process their emotions, understand how they're feeling, understand what they've been through, how they feel now, and all the lovely things it ends with are the things that we can't wait to do. And that is where we want children to be psychologically at this point in the process. And what I love about your scaffolds is that they, as you say, they are so simple. But on the whole, there isn't a tendency for us to always celebrate life. We're more inclined to look at what's not there than actually look at what is there and what could be there. You know, so If we know what's there, we can then begin to dream about potentials. So I think that would be really exciting. Some of the things that we've kind of developed as a family in the home, we have a comeback jar that sits in the kitchen. So it's an ordinary jar where it's actually quite a posh, nice jar that we like. And we have some pieces of paper next to it and a pen. And over the weeks, if there are things that we really wanted to do but aren't in the place to do it now, we've jotted it down. Some of it might be meeting our friends in London. Some of it's around going to our favorite eatable places. And we've put all of these things into the jar. And one of the things that we'll be doing once this is kind of passed is part of our routine will be to go to that jar, say on a weekend, pick out one of those slips and say, what are we going to do today? What's there for us today? So we've used the comeback jar quite a bit. Actually, it's quite getting quite full. Lovely. It sounds fantastic. I'm purposefully not you know I'm being very positive so I'm saying to my children I can't wait to see the sea again I can't wait to have a a Mr Whippy from an ice cream van I can't wait to play tennis like you know I can't wait to see my friends and go to their house so I think it's good to be unafraid to be hopeful (laughs) because it's it's exciting isn't it psychologically to think that those things are, are down the line absolutely and that construct of waiting also is, I think, nurturing their emotional intelligence. It's nurturing that sense of, I can't have it now, but I will one day. And if I'm patient enough, if I wait enough, it will come. Maybe not right now. So it's not the sense of immediacy that that we actually, most of us were working in before we went through this process. You know, the way life is at the moment, you can order something today online and it's, it's sometimes with you the same day or the next morning. You know, you could just pop into the shop and pick up one item because you felt like eating that. Well, actually going to the shop now takes much longer. And some of those just pop in moments don't happen because we've got to keep ourselves socially distanced and it's taking a lot longer. So I think 
creating that space for us to learn how to wait and yet know it's coming is a beautiful place to be. These are things that, for example, my children aren't used to doing that. And I think it's really good for them, to be honest, that they don't get everything they want to do immediately and they do have to wait. Yeah. And the other thing I'm going to say about looking forward at the moment, many, many families are facing very difficult decisions about returning particular children back to school. Mm-hmm. And I think I just wanted to say, if parents are making that decision, make it confidently. So if you do not want your child to, to go back to school, make it confidently. If you do want them to go back to school, make sure that that is not a conversation that's full of anxiety or fear. Again, I'm sending my year six son back and I've already said to him in terms of looking forward, my goodness, how exciting. I wonder what the classrooms are going to look like. You know, what's play going to be like? Can we think of any socially distanced games that you can play? Mm. The school day will be shorter. So what I'm saying is that there is a great role of parents in terms of managing expectations. That's an important part of adaptation. School won't be the same when he goes back there in June, if he does go back. And I think we have a role to play when we do give our children access to these transitions back into school to stay calm, stay positive, and remember all of the things that we've mentioned throughout this podcast series, that children need hope and they need reassurance and they need a calm, positive approach And the more security and stability you can provide children with at home, it will serve them well during periods of transition. Absolutely. One of the things that we've also encouraged families and to think about is dream boards. So using visual imagery and pictures that they may have from magazines or other places or they can download and dreaming of a world. What will that be like tomorrow? What can we create? Because actually each one of us has a role to play and a responsibility to shaping our future, whether it's our individual futures, our families, our communities or wider. We can all play a part, but we can only play that part if we can see it. And so creating those kind of dream boards on A4 size sheets of paper and just kind of regularly kind of looking at those and imagining that this is what I want it to be like kind of takes us a step forward to making that reality come true. Yeah, I love that. I think it's beautiful. And you're making me, you're reminding me of a message that I'm always giving the parents at the moment. This is a time of great innovation. Young people have so many ideas of how to improve the world and the silver linings attached to this crisis are that young people have been allowed to be innovative and create new things and help communities. They don't need to wait to adulthood to do amazing things. And that's very, very exciting. Yes. And problem solving is a key part or a key facet of resilience. So the more we can enable young people and children to be part of the problem solving, be part of the solution, takes it to a whole new level in terms of their sense of identity, but their sense of believing in themselves and a better tomorrow. There was one other strategy I wanted to share was, so a family used a quirky teapot and it was filled with positive quotations, words of wisdom that that had meaning. And each morning as part of the routine, the family would share, pick out from the teapot, a quotation that they would share as a family and help use that to shape their day going forward. So taking those words of wisdom, those pearls, and helping them to think throughout the day, how could they imbibe those? How could they make that? Obviously, this is for some of the older children, but it just kind of that sense of kind of going into a lucky dip 
teapot and picking out something that's going to help them shape a better today really became a, a moment of enjoyment and shared understanding. I love it. I'm totally adopting that one, Anita. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have to come back and tell us how the boys got on with it and how they found it. I will. And I want to hear from anyone who uses any of the tips that we've expressed in our podcast series. It's been a real, real pleasure to share both of our thoughts on, on a range of topics. Absolutely. And as this is the number six and our final message is around looking forward, that is what we leave you with, folks. How can you look forward to a better tomorrow to shape that and to make a difference? Thank you very much. Thank you.